0: Hello and welcome to The Pickup WNBA Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Nyker,
1: And I'm your other host, Freddie Revis. What's up?
0: Oh, and this is episode 56, baby. Yeah. Uh, Freddie, you were in Las Vegas for NBA Summer League. Yes. Tell us about it. Tell us what was it like?
1: Oh, it was incredible. You know, I've, uh, yeah, been blessed with some some big time basketball experiences uh, this year, you know, going to the, the preseason game with you. And then this obviously is such a yeah. basketball mecca. It's my first time in Vegas. Uh, and yeah, the, the NBA Summer League, I, you know, Vegas is a place for like um, conventions and conferences, I think, at the end of the day and playing. But, you know, so seeing so many NBA players, so many prospects um, up close and like in an intimate setting was incredible. Uh, Also, like, you know, I haven't sent you the picture yet, but I uh, there's a lot of like aces stuff everywhere. So, you know, I took some some pictures about uh, with that. And, um, you know, I saw where the aces play. I think, you know, this is sort of should
0: share some on our uh, social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to like, um, and uh, I was just going to say, I don't want to, you know, start something we can't follow through with, but I think a major bucket list thing mean you need to do, we got to watch a WNBA game live. We got, we got to figure it out. You know,
0: it's true. I mean, we saw the preseason game here in Toronto, but we were not sitting together. We were like on completely different levels of the arena. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to be side by side for an actual game.
1: Yeah. We got to we gotta go watch a Lynx game because that's my team.
0: Wow. Somebody doubling down, pretending Listen, they love the Lynx.
1: Driving to Phoenix, your team, would just be really hard is all.
0: Well, from here. Yes. But we could drive to a Liberty game.
1: Yep, yep.
0: We could drive to a Chicago game,
1: a fever game, our favorite team.
0: <laughs> I mean, is there anything else to do in Indiana?
1: Well, I mean, I think that you know of a special family that lives <laughs> Gary, Indiana. from Indiana. <laughs> so we
0: could go to 2300 Jackson Street. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy that you had that you got to go. Fingers crossed. I really want to try and go next year. I didn't realize I would know so many people in Vegas this year, Mm -hmm. um, but I saw Beyonce uh, instead, as we all know, which was absolutely amazing. It was everything you would want Beyonce to be. I mean, so many costume changes, so much dancing, so much like extravagance. Uh, It was an amazing show. So I also had a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You've had a big year.
0: I've had a big year of divas. Yes. Specifically, <laughs> I've had a big year of divas. Uh, but okay, let's get into the WNBA stuff now. Um, All-Star Weekend is coming up. A few things of note mm-hmm. um, going into this weekend. First of all, like shout out to our girl, LaChina Robinson, who hosted the All-Star uh, Picks, if you will, with Asia Wilson and Suey. Uh, The captains uh, drafting out their teams from the starters and reserves. I love that the uh, WNBA are copying that model. It was really fun to watch. Um, Also, it came out. Well, maybe this has been well known for a long time, but I saw it circling on Twitter today. Uh, Shout out to our friend Chelsea late uh, who tweeted that players in the WNBA um outside of those selected to the all-star teams don't get tickets to the all-star game um which i thought was super interesting it was actually like i i hate to admit it but it's something i don't think i even considered you know whether other players got to go to all-star weekend or not i mean it's something you see in the nba all the time especially during like the dunk contest and stuff like Mm -hmm. that you'll see all kinds of random players like hanging out checking out the festivities, they're filming their courtside, blah, blah, blah. But the WNBA only provides one ticket for the players. So they don't even provide a plus one like for for their spouse or, you know, their child or anyone like that to to attend with them. And uh, I guess it hasn't been negotiated into their CBA. I think it's funny that something like this would even need to be negotiated yeah. <laughs> into a CBA. Um, but what did you think when you first saw this news?
1: I mean, just sort of like a, a like, like the first thing I thought was what in the cheap ass wedding shenanigans is this? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? That's such um, a good way to put it. And it's like, yeah. What did, do, do they got to like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, we were talking about, you know, before we started recording, it's just not a thing, you know, coming from a place where I've uh, I've covered and been a fan of, of of male leagues. It's just not a thing I considered. It's like, you know, like you were saying, it's it for me, it's something I totally took for granted. The idea that that every WNBA player, um, you know, and greats too, like former players like that wants to go wouldn't be like set up to go plus their families. Like it's Mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. it's, it's wild. Like this is, you know, all -All stars, one of the biggest reasons, you know, for all-star games is, is for casual fans. Right. And, and you want to bring them in and you want to sort of like broaden your reach. So you want every, like anyone that wants to be there should not only have like a ticket to the game, but they should be like absolutely taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, just like, like you said, like, you know, the fact that we're talking about like the, the CBA and like, and one ticket each is just sort of like, wait, what? This is a thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I agree. And...
0: It is cheap wedding shenanigans. It's like when, the, when you go to a wedding and like, there isn't an open bar, you're like, what?
1: Yeah. It's like, why am like, I here? I'm
0: getting, <laughs> I got, I got a drink ticket. Like what? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I guess like, I'm, I'm glad I brought my Mickey to pre-drink. Um, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It's it's wild. And, you know, shout out uh, to Kelsey Plum for kind of getting the ball rolling here and calling out Engelbert. And, yeah, you know, back to, like, following other leagues. It is just so – it's so relentless and, and cool that WNBA players – are are, they're just they're they're not satisfied like they are players first and like advocates second like that's just sort of the the all the the forever vibe of the w is that they're fighting for for more and fighting for equality and like for what they deserve you know
0: yeah it's interesting i feel like you know looking at like the lineup of topics for today that really feels like kind of the theme of the episode as it has been for a lot of episodes Mm -hmm. you know just in terms of like you know this is a new league and it's frustrating and you know people are constantly fighting for more and this is just you know it adds to it it just adds to everything that's being fought for um one other thing we should note with uh, all-star weekend before we move on is that there is a new skills challenge format mm-hmm. um freddie do you have that in front of you by any
1: chance um, I do. Yeah. Yeah. New skills challenge. Nice. Um, so, uh, I think the easiest way for, for folks to understand this, uh, is that it, it's kind of like a relay. So if you, you know, if you're new to s- the, the all-star festivities, I think everyone knows the three point contest. Um, but basically it, you know, it's one at a time, uh, and it's a 25 foot chess pass through uh, a target in the baseline. Once you complete that, uh, you're going to dribble down the court through pylons and it, it says including a car. So I assume one of those pylons is a car. Um, and then you have to make it. Shot. That's so
0: fun. that's very fun sponsorship. It is. I yeah. have to say it's very clever marketing to like have to throw the ball through the car. Um, personally, I really enjoy that. I mean, it's like, they also did that with like the Mountain Dew ball. Mm-hmm. in the nba where they had that extra far away three-pointer um i don't know i really enjoy i enjoy those gimmicks
1: yeah i'm i'm pro gimmick like you know i i mean <laughs> hey let's add some more people should be like you know as a cyclist i know the energy of like being afraid of car doors opening they should oh be oh my o- god they yeah. should be opening doors at random you know what i mean like <laughs> um, like i don't want to see anyone get hurt but like let's mix it up um <laughs> But then, anyways, yeah, it's like a then it's like I it's like a short shot, and then a three point shot, and you you have to dribble to the opposing end and uh, do a layup and kind of like tag your team. And I will say as well, uh, I'll just read the 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 names um, uh, of the competitors, and they really got like like major, like this like like they got like really you know big stars to compete in compete in this and it's it's people who are on the same team so you got team aces chelsea gray kelsey plum uh team dream alicia gray cheyenne parker team liberty uh sabrina unescu courtney vandersloot and team wings arika gumawale uh and satu sabali so yeah the teams those, those, are like, that's pretty crazy like good yeah. for them you know
0: yeah, uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I yeah. love all-star stuff, so.
1: Let me also um, shout out, uh, you know, we talked about a little bit last week, but uh, Ryan Howard is getting the call-up because Alana uh, Deladon can't compete. So, shout out to Ryan Howard.
0: Shout out to Ryan Howard. Um, okay, other big kind of not technically WNBA news but it's been announced that there is a new league mm-hmm. on the horizon.
1: Yeah. Um, there is the, it's, it's the unrivaled league. Um, it was announced on Twitter uh, by Nafisa Collier, Collier and uh, Brianna Stewart. Uh, they're running this league together. It's going to be three on three uh, in Miami. Um, Chelsea Gray is already committed, which is pretty huge um you know the 3 on 3 league uh for men is it's already really popular it's mostly like retired players and stuff but um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah th- this is awesome you know i think people really enjoy 3 on 3 basketball you see a lot of highlights and um you know this is uh again we were talking about this earlier it's sort of looped into prioritization um this is a really you know juicy and big article by the defector um by uh uh and then anantharaman uh apologies on the pronunciation there um but uh yeah she sort of talks about gabby williams which me and you have covered before and um you know where the looming problems of prioritization and and this league is happening to get women more revenue and i think it's you know it's gonna be cool sounds fun
0: um do you know when it's happening freddie
1: I don't think there's an exact date, and I think it it sort of needs to work its way around, um, the like the the World Cup and the international play, but it seems like it should be, yeah. There's no exact date, but it, it, I think it's like two months after the season finishes. So uh, we're so
0: thinking like December, January.
1: Yeah, like somewhere in that dead time.
0: Well, that's pretty ideal, actually. I think January is actually the most ideal time to run something like this.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure also... Because
0: it's after the holidays, but it's, like, dead in terms of, like, the WNBA season. But just in terms of, like, the just the sports cycle. Yeah. Like, people are ramping up for, you know, the NFL, like, for the Super Bowl, but you could easily schedule it on non football nights. Cause there's only so many football nights in a week. Mm-hmm. And then with NBA stuff, it's pretty dead in that season. Same with the NHL. There's obviously no baseball. Like I feel like it's the ideal time.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. And I, I think the main thing too, is they'll want to stay out of the way of March madness.
0: Yeah. So that's January. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I really love this idea. Like, I mean, you know, since everything that happened with Brittany Griner, people are looking for more reasons, you know, beyond just like the league, why people would want to stay, uh, you know, domestically and not have to play internationally. And, you know, I love that, you know, that we talked about, you know, there's that, uh, athletic athletes United league as well. Mm -hmm. That happens in March. And we were talking about that too. Like, Oh, this is happening at the same time as March madness. Like that's kind of weird. I think we mentioned that a few months ago too, but like these smaller, like leagues that are being created throughout the off season are going to give players an opportunity to stay. Obviously it won't give every player an opportunity to stay, but it's certainly a start. And I love the idea of a three on three league. I think that's super interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, anything that gets them more camera time, Uh, more money in their pockets you know i think it it is big and you know shout out to the players and such really you know big time players working hard to get more money in, you know and everyone else's bank account because yeah it's huge like that's sort and and, and, you know we've talked about this too but the off season is so long Uh so you know you also can't really expect these athletes to not be playing basketball Right? Like they, they want to stay as sharp as they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that came out recently this week was ESPN released an article uh, detailing each wmba's practice facility yeah which we haven't had before we haven't had a full breakdown of each practice facility what are i mean it is like a very like cole's notes breakdown so it it's not it's not that specific but it gives you a general idea of like what kind of access the teams have what they don't have the pros and cons uh super interesting stuff freddie was there anything that kind of jumped out to you that you felt was surprising
1: yeah, there's a couple things, um, you know. I think we we've talked about it like ad nauseum, but like we all know about the Aces, right? So, mm-hmm. first dedicated practice facility. It's like you know, like better than you know most uh, NBA facilities. So it is like really, really, you know, the standard, the gold standard. But um, yeah, there's there's a couple other places that uh, you know this article covers that really. I wasn't quite aware of that seemed like they're 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 really top notch. So shout out to the links. I didn't realize how good their setup was. Um, and I, I think also another thing that stood out to me was this sort of like this two coin thing like the the teams that share you know that that there's like a NBA team and a WNBA team and they share facilities. On one hand, it's sort of like they get the benefits of what the men have. But on the other hand, they kind of have to like defer. And there's times where they don't have as much access. So I found that really interesting, like sort of that. And it's not all the, the scheduling. The, yeah. Yeah. All the scheduling and like that kind of that well, that part of it. What was, I
0: thought was interesting. Just sorry. Just adding to no, that no. was that some teams have access to what their NBA counterparts have. And some teams don't Mm -hmm. where I thought that was consistent and it isn't.
1: Yeah, it's not consistent. And like another thing that jumped out to me too, which I'm just like, wow, like again, taking things for granted um, is how like the amount of teams that have to play in, in like public places. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get the same privacy that like male athletes or other athletes do, and it's like they they have to really make sure the scheduling's perfect so that they can practice. It's, or or even they don't have access to their to a gym to the team's gym in the off season. It, it, I mean that's you know back to what we were just talking about, right? Like you want to keep the athletes here. It's like those are the types of yeah, things. Yeah, so you the need Chicago
0: Sky practice. Out of like a community center, yeah, and uh, and it's like far away from the from the stadium that they play in. I think they have the furthest commute between practice facility and like game facility. Um, that is kind of wild. I mean, you know, we were talking last week about um, James Wade mm-hmm. leaving the sky for as it is to be an assistant coach in the NBA, then you read that they practice out of a community center. Right. And it's like, you realize like there's so many like intangible step, step ups, like quality of life step ups. Yeah. You know, which like, it's just a good way to put it. Yeah. Like it's just hard to imagine like what that's like for, you know, us as just fans. Um, Another thing that really jumped out at me, uh, the Dallas wings. Not only do they not share any facilities with um with their NBA Dallas team, but uh they have they have player provided, team provided apartments. Yeah, isn't that wild? They're they're housed.
1: Yeah, they're the I know. only
0: team that gets housed. Yeah, that that was I thought fascinating that was to me too. cool.
1: It is, and it's also like convenient. Like they're really close to where they.
0: Yeah, they get housed. Five, yeah. It's it's five minutes away from the arena, and also they share a practice facility with a uh, with UT Arlington. Forgive yep. me, you know we're Canadian, so. It was UT University of Texas Arlington. Oh, University of Texas Arlington campus, uh, which is also like five minutes away or something like that. So everything's like very centrally located and they're housed. I feel like that's so huge.
1: That, I mean, that's maybe massive. if you're like
0: a star, like, you know, I don't know, like if Enrique Gubawale stays in these apartments, what these like, I have no idea the condition of these apartments or anything like that but like if you're like a younger player and you're like on the lower end of the salary spectrum, like maybe you're making like 70 mm-hmm. a season or something, but you get to save on rent. That's big.
1: Yeah, that's that's a big deal. That's like a big sort of leg up. And I also just think the the convenience and sort of like the yeah, you know, but that, I don't know if the apartments
0: thing. are like University like dorm housing, in which case I'd be like, "Ew, I'll just get my own apartment."
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're a grown
0: up, so like that's what I mean. Like, I don't actually know the quality of these apartments.
1: Yeah, like what's the internet like? You know, if if you're if you're, a, if you're a... <laughs> struggling
0: with the Wi-Fi,
1: if you're a player that listens to his pod, you know, do us a solid. <laughs> give us like a mini tour. Of the flat. Yeah, like, the I re- I want
0: to know more about these apartments. Like, it's kind of like a little buried in this article, but that mm-hmm. really jumped out at me. I'm like, they're the only team that, like, houses people.
1: Yeah. I, and, like, the, the last thing I, I'll say that, like, really sort of jumped out to me and, like, you know, shout out, we, we did uh, uh, Her Hoop Stats podcast uh, uh, you know, a, a week and a half back with uh, with Dano Matea and, uh, and Ice Young and we sort of like, I mean, it was my first time learning that the, uh, the, the sun, um, are actually owned by the Mohegan, um, the Mohegan like tribal community and, you know, they practice in a government facility. So like everything about that situation is completely rare in sports. Like it's such a, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm always learning new things about the W, but this is like really something that I've never like a government-owned thing and then like a tribal-owned thing. Uh yeah, it's really, really fascinating and cool. And it, it sounds like a good setup.
0: Yeah. I mean, it says under cons, like the practice area is part of a government building. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't offer many of the pro basketball specific they said bells and whistles other facilities have. So We don't know specifically what that is. Like, is that just like a hot tub, cold tub situation? Like, like what exactly does that mean? Probably something
1: like that. Like types of like, you know, like physical therapies. Like I'm sure that sort of, you know, video. Yeah. And that their
0: access isn't exclusive. So they can't use it whenever they want, which is the case for a lot of these teams. It is wild how much you know, the competitive advantage varies team to team just based on these practice facilities. And for all the like stuff that the WNBA does, like, you know, with the chartered flights, for example, trying to level the playing field, right? Like trying to even out competitive advantages. There are so many competitive advantages and disadvantages built in just to this structure.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, and uh If you're curious uh, and you're listening, this is a ESPN article and it's really cool. Cause I think, you know, with the intricacies of this league, this just like, you know, I- I'm glad we covered it already, but this really sort of hammers home the importance of how players feel and mm-hmm. how they perform. And, you know, you think about what the aces are doing this year and you think about like, you know, the, the links having a dynasty or the storm, you know, being these like really storied franchises. And it's like, man, that's, that's not a coincidence. Like mm-hmm. these, there's a lot, you know, yeah. I'm like just sort of reiterating what you said about the intangibles.
0: Um, yeah. There's no byline on this article, but if you want to read the, f- the full story, it's called the pros and cons of all 12 WNBA teams training facilities. So if you Google that, I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, okay. Freddie, it is time for our bad-ass player of the week who you got
1: okay um yeah the, the, the i was sort of fishing around i'm trying to figure out like what what stat to me is is popping out and um both because she's having a been having a big statistical uh you know like, like on a winning streak uh and and been doing well statistically. And just was the call up to the uh, All-Star game. I am going with Ryan Howard. Oh, my God. Um, you too? Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I have a backup. but
0: <gasps> No, we can both have Ryan Howard. I just ruined that. Shout Captain out to Day. Ryan Howard. We can no. both have the same badass player of the week.
1: Good. She deserves it.
0: She deserves it. Keep going.
1: But, yeah, just a six, six wins in a row. That's like the big stat, right? Um, that's, uh, you know, six wins in a row is absolutely massive. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, two points, two steals a game. This is in the last games, by the way. Um, almost 23 points, uh, almost four threes a game. So just like, you know, one of the best shooters in the league, uh, 44% from three and, um, yeah, five rebounds, five assists. Like, know, I don't know what else you want from a player. That's like, that's winning basketball.
0: I pulled up some stats here. Freddie, can you look at this because i can't even believe my eyes sure july okay are you looking at this
1: yeah i just pulled it up
0: july 9th a sense against uh chicago did she have 32 points
1: uh yeah 32 points
0: and then if you scroll down july 2nd did she have 43 points
1: 43 she did yep
0: i was like are, do i need glasses
1: no, that's like I think that because we've been keeping track of like the forty point um, games this year in the W, and I think that's like number five. Good so, God, um, that
0: is a hell of a run.
1: Yeah, and both games had like tons of threes too, right? So that forty three point game, six threes, uh, and that thirty two point game, four threes, and like on great percentages too, six for twelve on the forty three point game.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. Shout out to Ryan Howard. You know what? You deserve for both of us to call you our badass player yeah. of the week. Okay. Freddie, it is time for your fun question. Take it away.
1: Okay, FFQ coming up. Um, you know, okay. Uh, we 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 slammed on the All-Star a little bit, which is needed. Uh, but uh All-Star Week is happening and there's like so many different kind of like activities and conferences and talks and fan experiences built around um and you know yeah i, I wish i was still in vegas honestly like i, I would be doing so much of this mm-hmm. uh but yeah it made me think you know uh if me me and you were put in charge uh of doing an event um yeah what would your event be it's like okay Catherine, you get to organize this WNBA all-star event Uh, what's your angle like what's what's going on
0: um okay so i was thinking about what happened uh in the last week with uh with kiki palmer Mm -hmm. shout out to kiki palmer who looked amazing in that dress her boyfriend didn't approve of screw that guy um and she was being serenaded by usher and you know what These WNBA stars deserve to be VIP serenaded by Usher. And I feel like that would be the all-star event I would create. Like, you you know how, like, you do, like, they have the Sunday, but all-star WNBA, Saturday night, eclipses. With our all-stars in various VIP booths grouped in fives or whatever makes sense. And they all, each group, gets serenaded by Usher to one of his different songs. And I think they should wear, obviously, whatever they want.
1: Okay, that's amazing. Uh, And I just picture Usher being like, watch this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's just like, like players are just like lined up and he's just like going by. Yeah. We're um,
0: watching usher. We're watching.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you already win big because you brought in usher. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking more like fan base stuff. So, uh, a hundred percent, uh, mine is like a thousand times nerdier than yours.
0: No, that's good um, though.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's like, I, I, I having just gone to Vegas. They would put my idea at the cheap, shitty hotel where I stayed. Uh, <laughs> and they would put your idea at one of the like the the good hotels. At the win. Um, <laughs> at the win. Y- yours would be at the win. Mine would be at, yeah. Okay, but we- well, what
0: it what is the okay. idea? Let us be the judge of this. Here let we us go. let us be the judge of which hotel this idea belongs in.
1: So it's called the journey, first of all. That's the name. Um, <laughs> and it's basically like a fitness thing. So uh, a couple of WNBA players would go through their fitness routine, and you could do parts of it with them. And they would break down like, "Here's what I do every day to be in shape and game ready." So, well, like, maybe
0: that is at the win because the our Toronto Raptors built a practice facility in that hotel during summer league. Is yeah, that what is that what inspired you?
1: No, I was just what inspired me. Sort of is like I think you know, Vegas is all glitz and all glamour and that's great. Um, But I sort of, you know, I was thinking about like the average uh, WNBA player and like what they go through, like how much physical work it takes. And I thought it would be cool for someone to be like, Hey, this is like, this is what I eat. This is what I, you know, like Uh. this is like sort of the technical skills I'm working on. This is like the video sort of just to, to show people kind of, like how high of a you know a peak this is for for an athlete
0: mm-hmm. i love but, that
1: yeah i mean and we you, could do both yeah and my maybe like you know it, go ahead Usher comes by mine too i don't know
0: because <laughs> i was gonna say your idea almost sounds like it could be pre-recorded yeah so it could be incorporated throughout the all-star facilities like we cut to these segments does that make sense yeah i feel i just see it as this pre-packaged thing and we cut to these segments of like the different athletes and what they do to prepare because i do think all that stuff's super interesting but we still end with usher
1: yeah usher's the headliner mine's straight to dvd Um, (laughs) If
0: anything, I would like bring in like Vogue's like 73 questions or whatever, just as the players are getting ready for Usher. Like they're going to Usher and like they're being asked all those questions.
1: Yeah, that's like sort of like the the pre-event ritual.
0: Yeah. Okay, we have a lot of ideas. The league really should hire us.
1: Yeah, honestly, we've been brainstorming (laughs) pretty hard and like this isn't the only FFQ where we have some bangers.
0: Kathy? Kathy Engelbert, we're your consultants.
1: Kathy, I know tickets are tight.
0: I can't it, I can't execute any of these ideas, but I can give you these ideas.
1: Kathy, I need you to empower me. And I need you <laughs> uh, listen, I don't need a plus one, first of all. Um, wow. Get, get me in there. Wow. You
0: know? Well, shout out to Caitlin, your actual plus one in life. I
1: know. K- Caitlin will be very I'll curious. look
0: out, I'll look out for Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin could be my plus one.
1: Yeah, I would actually just give the ticket to Caitlin.
0: (laughs) Um, But what were you going to say? Because I did cut you off, but only in defense of Caitlin.
1: Um, No, I was just trying to pitch myself to Kathy Engelbert. (laughs) Love it. I was basically being like, Kathy, get me in there, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, if we're like deep into the off season, we'll just we'll just dedicate like a whole episode as our pitch to to Kathy Engelbert and see if we can get everyone to send it to her. Maybe she'll watch. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're will
1: we'll going to get on her radar, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll get on her radar. Um, okay, well, that's it for us this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, happy All-Star Weekend, everyone. I hope you enjoy all the festivities. Uh, curious to see what the uh, MVP trophy will look like this year. Uh, yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, you can follow us at the Pickup WNBA pod. Maybe Freddie will post some Vegas picks on there for us this week and uh as always we'll we'll catch you next time
1: oh yeah thanks everyone appreciate y'all listening
0: Bye. bye